Hello, and welcome to Festival of the Mind. In this episode, Katie Field, Professor of Plant Soil Processes at the School of Biosciences, talks to artist Alex Eakins and Kieran from Sheffield's Seven Mushrooms Gourmet Farm about their collaboration, Fungal Figures. A life-size wooden figure seeded with fungi which will grow out of the structure in real time. Hello, so I'm Katie Field from the University of Sheffield where I'm a professor of plant-soil interactions and I'm here today at Seven Mushrooms Mushroom Farm at Neeps End in Kellam Island in Sheffield with Alex Eakins who I've been working with to produce this wonderful sculpture that's sitting in between us now. So I'm going to hand over to Alex to introduce himself. Yes, hello, I'm Alex Eakins, I'm Sheffield based artist. I work mainly in, in figurative art um, I have a background in street art paste-ups and I've uh, progressed now to wooden figurative sculpture and this is a six foot high wooden sculpture packed with moss wrapped in wicker and it will be seeded with live living mushrooms. So this sculpture, and it's, it's massive, it's six foot tall, is going to be in the Winter Gardens during Festival of the Mind. Do you want to talk a little bit about, Alex, about how, how it came to be, sort of the processes you went through creating it? It's always difficult to um, know where ideas come from. And there's a, a whole series of events, I think, that lead one's imagination to produce something like this. And that there, I, there isn't a singular moment when I thought I want to make a six foot four figure covered in moss and mushroom. But look, looking back through my notebooks, I can see there's a sort of a little bit of a progression from, from small drawings, um, um, words that I would write down, um, a lot of words to do with nature. And then I think the, the key catalyst for, for this particular piece of, of art was um, reading the book uh, Entangled Life by um, Merlin Sheldrake. Merlin Sheldrake, yeah. abso absolutely. That was uh, incredibly inspiring. Crazy book. This this idea of, of of how incredibly complex fungus and mushrooms are, and those those ideas that I, the the work I'd been doing with wooden sculptures, the the ideas around using natural materials, the ideas of land art and nature art, just sort of really just sort of pull together to, to come up with this idea and I find sometimes the ideas they don't come slowly they'll, they'll come in sequence but then suddenly there'll be this one idea that just very clearly pops into my head and at some point there would have been this idea that I need to make a wooden sculpture it needs to have mushrooms growing out of it. So I guess it was from that, it was, it was after reading that book that you actually got in touch with me, Alex, wasn't yes, it? Because yes, yes. Um, Merlin kindly wrote about some of the work that I've done with fungi and particularly mycorrhizal fungi, which are the symbioses between plants and fungi in their roots. And then you got in touch with me and kind of it, it went from there. So I don't know, do you want to talk a little bit about how we met? Yeah, that book came after a lot of other other ideas I was having and then I sort of finished the book 
and I, and I remembered that you'd been mentioned in this book because the Sheffield connection that really kind of stood out. I thought it was it was great that Sheffield University had this professor who was this sort of world expert in in sort of fungus and, and mushrooms. I thought let's do something and um, the Festival of the Mind. It was a bit of a matchmaking process, yeah, wasn't it, between absolutely. the Festival of the Mind? So the Festival of the Mind um, pairs academics and artists to showcase um, the work of the university. Um, so it seemed, seemed like the, the perfect sort of um, opportunity, really, for me to, to be able to receive the funding to, to make, make the sculpture, but at the same time to um, work with the fungus. Yeah, when we first met, because it was still quite early days after lockdown and COVID restrictions and yeah. things. And so I think our first meeting was actually on, on Zoom, wasn't yeah, it, really? Yeah. It was a weird way to start that relationship yeah, online. Yes. Um, but then, yeah, we invited Alex to come to the lab and actually look at some of the stuff that we're growing in the lab and, and have a look at some of the experiments that we're running. Then that kind of developed the ideas of what could be possible using fungal mycelium and whether we could actually get mushrooms growing in situ yes, on the yeah. day or not. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. yeah, I'm excited to see whether that happens. Yeah. And it's, it's still developing. I think with, with ideas like this, there isn't, you really don't know how it's going to look, how it's going to end up. I mean, even at this late stage with two, two weeks to go, mm. I'm still experimenting. I'm still trying ideas, still visualising how it will look. And, and, and building, you know, this this the, as we're sat here, this sculpture has has got one leg covered in moss, or one lower leg covered in moss, and the rest of it's still bare, waiting to receive the the various organic uh, material that will will fill it out. I mean, I guess that's kind of the nature of this sort of piece of art isn't it that it is not a last I guess it is kind of a last minute approach because you're using fresh organic materials and 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 things become available seasonally and they don't last forever and I think that was kind of one of the themes that we wanted to convey with this piece wasn't it is the circularity of organic matter and of nature and how fungi can kind of entwine everything and, and, and they're the givers of life but they're also the decomposers and the recyclers of nutrients. That, that, that's right and the, the sculpture will decay while it's on display you know mm. that the mushrooms will grow and then decay and fade and droop mm. the the moss will sort of become drier and bits will drop off onto the mm. floor the willow will probably become a little bit mouldy. <laughs> More fungus. Yeah. <laughs> it's just different and the flowers will sort of, you know, wilt yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I guess in that way, like decomposition, it, it can be quite beautiful and quite spectacular. Yeah. So it's going to be really interesting to see how these different types of stuff, how it, how it decays and how each thing's different, but ultimately ends up in the same, the yeah. same pool yeah. in yeah. the soil. And the willow, the sort of willow wicker, I sort of was, was beginning to feel that this almost reminds me of the mycelium, really, mm. that's sort of connecting everything and holding things mm. together, really. It's kind of binding the moss together, holding everything in place. It's the kind of the supportive structure, really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, no, it's really evocative of that, that, that web 
of yeah fungal mycelium holding things together and actually yeah So we've just been joined by Kieran Zockett, who is um, who, who's running this mushroom farm that we're sat in today. So I was wondering if maybe Alex and Kieran, you could chat a bit about the collaboration that you've formed and how and what role you've been playing. If you want to introduce yourself first, Kieran. Um, yeah, I'm Kieran Zockett. Um, I'm the farm manager at Seven Mushrooms. Yeah, you, it just sort of popped up out of nowhere, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were you were looking for someone to to do it but and we're looking a bit further afield and then stumbled across us as a local farm and just decided it's better to keep it local. I've been sort of doing the, the usual sort of internet searches for mushroom growers and farms and you know as is typical with the sort of internet you get the sort of you do the searches and the things that come up first you kind of you know they're the ones that you go to but they were all sort of like you know quite a long long way away you know in regards to sort of, you know three or four hours away and I just didn't feel that it was going to be practical really and I wanted a much rather than a sort of an emailing sort of relationship I want I wanted to be able to sort of speak to somebody face to face and have have a much closer relationship and then I think it was via Instagram that I initially sent sent the first message to you it took us a few days didn't it to sort of finally get get yeah. talking you know and um I was yeah, it was very exciting when you when you, you agreed to sort of a, a meet and have a chat. That that was that was quite exciting for me, and I I just felt immediately that there was some sort of viable um, that it that it was going to happen really at, at that point. And we've since then we've met. You know, I've come down here a couple of times and we've sat over a couple of beers, haven't we? And chatted chatted through the the concept. Kieran showed us this incredible fungus room. I don't really know yeah. how to describe <laughs> it other than shelves and shelves of mm. these blocks covered in fungal, furry white fungal mycelium mm. with these incredible mushrooms like just popping out of them. And then he, he had this big blackout chamber which you opened up and it had like special lighting and mist yeah. and they were like little aliens coming out of bags. These king oysters were they? Yeah, the king trumpets. King trumpets, sorry. The, the variety of oyster, but, um yeah, that, they're the, the only one that I've got on at the minute, but um, grey oysters been my kind of bread, bread and butter, really. They're very easy to grow, they're very hardy, you get a good yield off them. Um, so that's why we selected them for, for the chest piece of the sculpture. They'll give such like a, a, a large fruiting cluster mm. from uh, such a small like avenue that they should fill out the chest. Are these the sorts of ones that you would see in the supermarket? Like what do they look like um, when they start fruiting? So unlike the what we find in the supermarket, which are actually the, the three types of mushrooms, they're not three types of mushrooms, the baby butter, the chestnut, the portobello, they're all the same mushroom, no. just different ages. It's a scam. It's an absolute scam. And most of them are floating from Poland as well. So, you know, you're not getting good air miles and you're getting the same products just wow. in three stages <laughs> but yeah so they're, they're like they're like top fruiters um so we very quickly realized that it was not going to work with like any sort of top fruiting mushroom that's why we decided on the gray and pink oyster a little side fruit you just give them an avenue and they'll just reach for the sun it's like they're, okay. they're, you know, they're, they're rushing for the sun because that's where the oxygen is so. so they're kind of like bracket forming fungi aren't they they kind of come out vertically from yeah. the surface and yeah. then they kind of form these cups yeah almost. sort of like cluster yeah. out into a big bouquet like, uh, wow yeah, lovely. i can't wait to see them yeah the pinks especially i've not grown pink oysters in a while and they're, they're very beautiful very beautiful mushrooms 
The, the sculpture is a, is a wooden skeleton, a, wood, a wooden frame. It has little shelves and, and pockets and ledges which will be packed with mosses and there'll be flowers poking out of the mosses. Uh, and the, the moss will cover the legs and the arms and some of the torso, a little bit of the head. But in the, in the torso, in the chest area, there'll be grey mushrooms which will grow out of the sculpture while it's in situ in the winter gardens. And then the head will have pink oyster mushrooms which will grow upwards and outwards, producing a sort of a, a kind of a live mushrooming of fungi. One of the important things for us was that people who come to see the sculpture feel or are able to express that they're connected to, or feel that connection between sort of the earth and, and people and fungi and all of the other stuff that grows and also practically it'll help us keep to help us keep the, the, the sculpture moist and alive we're actually going to encourage members of the public to spray it with spray bottles and actually interact with it and, and not be afraid to touch the mushrooms or look at you know put their fingers on it in, in different places on the sculpture Pokemon. yeah it, it is very tactile it looks like a, it, it's velvety and fuzzy and then you've got these strong sort of components with the wooden skeleton and then you'll have the delicate fungal structures coming out so it is going to be a very tactile piece which i mean it's fully intentional right because we wanted to kind of get that connection between people and nature and the idea that it is circular and that there's degradation brings life and, and so on and so forth. So yeah, there's also the interactive element that we felt was quite important. The process of building the sculpture will be documented via time-lapse photography and film, and that, that will be available for people to view online via, via the university at, 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 uh, at a future date yet to be revealed. Yeah, I find, so I find working with or collaborating with artists really, it's actually quite inspiring because the thought processes and the way that projects develop are so different to how I would normally work. And we were talking about this the other day, Alex, weren't we? And we were kind of like, you know, you, the way that your ideas come in fits and spurts. Actually, that's the same for us. And we kind of like, I, well, it's like we're different different types of people here. But for me, at least, I, I also have that same process where you have lots and lots of ideas and then one suddenly comes up. And you're like, yeah, well, that's, that's actually worth investigating. Yeah, yeah. And working with an artist and kind of coming up with different ways of translating what we're doing in a visual, tactile way is... It, it, I find it, I, I really enjoy doing it. And I also find it kind of makes me think about what I'm doing slightly differently. Um, so how, what I'm doing, what I'm interested in, you know, what does it really mean? What does it, what would it mean to people? And, and what's the, what, essentially what's the point of it? And I find that really kind of affirming actually. And that, that is the whole purpose of the Festival of Mind, isn't yeah. it? To, to bring different ideas together and different disciplines mm. together to present something that's accessible to the public. Yeah.
I mean, not to mention the invaluable resources that we have now. In all my lectures, I'm going to be playing your time-lapse video, Alex, of this, <laughs> this sculpture and, and, and inspire people to know a bit more about mushrooms and be a bit more interested in fungi. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, please subscribe. We'd love to hear your thoughts and responses on social media. Find us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. <laughs>